some really, really good news for our province particularly, but the entire country yesterday. You remember the mad cow situation? We're going back a ways here. We're going back to 2003 when we had the mad cow outbreak, and it caused huge, huge problems for the cattle industry. Massive, massive problems. Um, it sort of faded out of the headlines, obviously, over the last 18 years, but it has continued to cause problems within the industry right up until yesterday. Finally, yesterday, the Paris-based World Organization for Animal Health voted to approve Canada's bid to be given the negligible risk designation. That is the best category you can be in. It requires uh, proof of extensive control and surveillance measures, and it has to be 11 years after the birth of the last infected animal. Basically, what it means is all the restrictions and all the concerns around Canadian beef have been lifted with regards to BSE. Joining us now to talk more about this is Bob Lowe, who is president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. Good morning, Bob. Thank you for joining us. Morning, Jay. You must be uh, very, very relieved that long last this designation has been granted to our country. Yeah, uh, you said 18 years, and as one guy said, it's 18 years and seven days, but who's counting? <laughs> um, it's uh, this is, it's a great piece of news. It puts us back on par with, with the world, and in particular, our biggest trading partner, the U.S. Now, when we talk about the implications of the designation that happened in 2003 and everything that's happened since then, it's as... I mean, the, the impact on your industry is absolutely enormous, right? And it went on for years. Yeah. Um, you know, the numbers, if you wanted to go to the numbers, we estimated co- the actual cash cost was over $5 billion. Yeah, That's in the first three years. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost 26,000 producers and about 2 million acres of grassland got converted to other uses. But that's part of the cost. The You know, the biggest cost that, that can't be quantified is the cost to the the mental health of beef producers. Right, yeah. You know, just this thing hanging over their head for forever, the this, the social fabric of, fabric of rural Canada. Now, when that designation first came in in 2003, basically what it meant is you were not allowed to ship beef out of the country at all, right? It was bas- You were relying entirely on the domestic market? Yeah. Uh, cattle for a little while in parts of the country were worth zero. When we... You know, we export 50% of our production. Yep. So all of a sudden, that's not, can't be exported. What do you do with it? And it's not, you know, beef doesn't have a shelf life. It's It's right, got to yeah. be consumed, and, and you've got to, we've got to really take our hats off to the Canadian public because we ate our way out of it. Uh, beef consumption in Canada actually went up, which is the only time that that's ever happened in a BSE event in the world. Wow. So we got to thank the the Canadian public. Yeah, absolutely. Now, you've sort of moved through different steps to get to the designation yesterday. I think it was 2007. Things got a bit better, then a little bit better again in 2013. So have things slowly but surely been improving for the cattle industry because of this BSE situation in particular as you've moved through these different phases? Yeah, it's it's helped us with our with our trade for sure. Um you know, there's, there's rules around BSE. It's it's funny. There's been two, I think the number, there's been two confirmed atypical BSE cases in the world in the last five years. So the rules, the rules around BSE have worked. We've basically eliminated it from the global cattle population. Uh, 
now for us to get to the negligible risk status, you know, we, we've, we've opened up countries, we've traded with countries, but we've always had this hanging over our head and it's yeah. always been a cost. That should all go away. Now it's not going to be instant because now we've prepared a list of countries around the world that we have to go to individually. Okay. We're now at, at the best status. We need you to change some rules here, but right. it's their rules, not ours. So. Yeah, and you mentioned the United States earlier and the fact that uh, this is a, is a big, big issue for them and obviously uh, something that you've been, you know, butting up against for years now, and this may really improve that. What is the relationship in terms of uh, the beef industry in the United States and in Canada, and why has this been a barrier? Uh, well, it's it's one of the big things is our specified risk material at the plants. Okay. In Canada, we're required, because of our previous status, we're required, it's somewhere in the neighborhood of 60 kilograms of product, and that gets removed and incinerated. Whereas when you get to negligible risk status, where, where we are now, that rule, that drops to half a kilogram. So that's, in the processing plants, that's a that's a big number. We're estimating it's, as compared to the U.S., where they remove half, they're on what's called the short list, we're on the long list. It's about $35 million a year. Wow, okay. So that's one thing. Um, feeder cattle that we send across the line have, have to be identified with a CAN brand or tattoo, which is an extra cost. And you know, when you talk to producers that send feeder cattle down there, for one reason or another, they also get discriminated against because they've got that CAM brand across their ribs. That should go away. Okay. But that's an American law, so we've got to, they have to do that. We can't do it. Yeah. What's the reception been like in the United States? I know that, you know, uh, country of origin labeling, all these sorts of things have sort of been bones of contention uh, between the two countries for some time. Are you making any progress on any of these fronts? Oh, well, it's we're we're aware of it and country of origin labeling is is a big one yeah and we're watching what's happening and there's yeah it's since the since the new election down there and the new the new leadership it's coming up a lot more um portions of the united states are really pushing hard right portions of the u.s cattle industry are pushing really hard to get mandatory country of origin labeling down there. Some people are, are pushing against it. We're, we're siding with NCBA in, in uh, you know, it doesn't work. It's, it's an added cost to everybody in the U.S. It's not going to save anybody anything, but it's, it's political. So, yeah, we're watching it very carefully, and we'll do everything we can to yeah. bring some sense into the conversation. But overall, some really good news yesterday, something you've waited so long for, and uh, something positive to build off, I guess, eh? Yeah, it's, it's, we basically lost a generation with yep. this hanging over our heads, and that's, as of yesterday, it's gone. Fantastic. So that's, that's a big deal. It sure is. It's a huge deal, and like you say, it'll take some time to build back, but uh, at least you've got a place to start from. So, great yep. news. Uh, thanks very much, Bob. No, thank you, Shay. That is Bob Lowe, who is the president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. And I remember covering that BSE outbreak and what a big, big deal it was back in 2003. And then, like I say, it just sort of went away. We didn't talk about it much anymore. It just sort of faded off. Uh, I didn't realize that the, the ripple effects 
of that designation back in 2003 were still being felt in 2021. And it's taken this long to finally get Canada back on a level footing where we don't have that, as Bob said, hanging over our heads in terms of export. And, you know, fully half of the cattle produced in this country is exported. So this is a major, major advancement for the Canadian uh, cattle industry and some really good news.